Good morning. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Dissident Daughters podcast. I'm so glad that we're back. So glad that we're back. Yeah. Anything fun that we want to talk about before we get into our topic? I don't. I don't really. We don't have anything fun. Survived another weekend. We survived another weekend. Actually, it was glorious. It was a beautiful weekend. Yes. And I got a little sun. Yeah, I did too. And now it's pink. it's gray and yeah, it's March. Yep. Yeah. March in get. Utah. That's what we get. Oh goodness. Okay, today we have chosen to talk about Heavenly Mother. Right. And do you want to do you want to tell why we chose this topic? <laughs> well, when or why the timing is the important. timing okay. is important because there's speculation going around that there's been training meeting uh-huh. um, with the higher ups, specifically from Elder Christofferson and uh-huh. Holland, concerning the social media push about Heavenly Mother, uh-huh. and they did a big training with a whole bunch of. State presidents, I'm assuming. Now, this yeah. is not for sure, but there's been a lot of like details of come out, so it. it's sounding. And they talked about how we're including and crediting Heavenly Mother in the creation or plan of salvation, which mm-hmm. they don't. They say is inappropriate. Inappropriate. Referring to her or teaching about her in church, it's Heavenly Parents, and that should not be capitalized. Which, Which, why the hell do they care? I, I know. What does it matter? So you can say heavenly parents, but you can't refer to her. You can refer to heavenly father. They emphasize that Jesus only taught about the father, and we should be doing what he said, and that he never mentioned the mother. Yeah. So that got me, that oh. got us all fired up. Because one of one of the things when my, when my faith crumbled was I started questioning everything I'd ever been told, right? Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. questioned everything I was told not to do, everything I was told to do, and I started... Um, Looking on the internet, and I came across, what's that, um, t- Dear Mormon. Letter to a Mormon Man? Thank you. Letter to a Mormon, yes, Letter to a Mormon Man. Going. And I read that, and it gave a perspective of a flip side where the women are in charge of the church. Yes. Heavenly, if you have not read this, you need to look it up. Google it's it. It's so good. Um, we don't have time to read the whole thing. Right. Yes. It's so good. Go it gives a perspective about, um, we have a woman prophet. Mm-hmm. We pray to Heavenly Mother. We don't mention Heavenly Father. We have a daughter that, uh, or a sister that saved us, not a son, mm-hmm. you know, not not Jesus. It was mm-hmm. a sister, and um, the the women are running the church, and how the men feel marginalized. Like it was really interesting. And when you go to church, you look up on the stand, and it's all women, all women, yeah. And when you go to a general conference, it's all women with mm-hmm. a few men, you know, off to the side. Yeah, I know. I never thought of it before. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was just back, I think, in 2013 that they decided to let women. Say opening or closing prayer in yes in general conference. Anyways, yes. that was and I believe that that was kind of a direct result of the ordained women movement. Probably. I mean, it was it was right after that. Mm-hmm. It was within a very short period of time of Kate Kelly and all of right. that big. But it, that's debate. not even been ten years. That's I crazy. Can you believe that? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So there was a couple things that that I have to say about those those three things that they said. About Heavenly Mother. Number one, that that we shouldn't be crediting her for the creation of the plan of salvation. Okay. I found a couple different quotes. Mm-hmm. One is from Elder M. Russell Ballard that we are part of a divine plan designed by heavenly parents who love us. So he's specifically talking about the plan. Right. Which is the plan of salvation. Everybody knows what they're talking about. Right. Yes. And that it was designed by heavenly parents. Okay. 
Also, in the Gospel Principles Manual, it says, Our heavenly parents provided us with a celestial home more glorious and beautiful than any place on earth. We were happy there, yet they knew that we could not progress beyond a certain point unless we left them for a time. So they wanted us to develop the godlike qualities that they have. To do this, we needed to leave our celestial home to be tested and to gain experience. What about that mm-hmm. does not include Heavenly Mother? Mm-hmm. Well, if, if, I'm so heaven, confused. If, if we're supposed to have, if it's supposed to be a replica down yes. here, right? Then, and they want, the proclamation says mother and father for family. Mm-hmm. How did we get here without a mother? Mm-hmm. How could she not be part of it if we are her children? Yeah. So I think that's the part that pisses me off the mm-hmm. most is that they said that we cannot credit her mm-hmm. in the creation or plan of salvation. Mm-hmm. Creation. Yeah. What is it that mothers do? Like, I'm sorry, did we not birth our children? No. It doesn't I don't make know. any sense. If she is actually a mother in heaven, which is what they claim she is, I don't know what I fully believe, but just going off of their belief system, mm-hmm. that contradicts it. That right. makes no logical sense. Right. And the other thing, oh, the other thing that got me, sorry, I get so riled up. The other thing is when they use the excuse, and this was this was a quote clear back in 1991, Gordon Hinckley also said the same thing, that we should not pray to Heavenly Mother. And then he said, we follow the example of Jesus because Jesus never prayed to her. He right. taught us how to pray and he never mentioned the mother, mm-hmm. right? I'm sorry. Can you think of anything else that Jesus never mentioned? <laughs> Let's let's pull apart everything in the church oh, that Jesus never mentioned. So I mean, true. the list would be so effing long. Yeah. I can't even with that. Yeah, let's just give it a break. So, anyways, the fact that there's a they're, that they're trying to squash it, <laughs> they're scared yeah. of the social media push. Is yeah. what they that they, they, they were saying. It's just like yeah, they're legitimately they're coming afraid. from a place of fear. But I don't know why. Are we scared of? mothers now like i don't understand why we can't she can't be a part of it right the feeling that i get is like they they're like well we gave you an inch and then you take a mile right right <laughs> yes and, and like they're thinking that we're just getting out of control right. about heavenly mother you know it is interesting though because i've done some searches on instagram if you do just a search about heavenly mother holy shit there is a crap ton of people on instagram that have full pages just just the floodgates. The floodgates have opened. Dedicated to Heavenly Mother. Right. And women are finding this connection with right. her. And it's super meaningful. Women have been starving for this forever. Absolutely. So, like, yes, when they gave us an inch, we took a mile, right. apparently. And they're afraid of that. Because right. women in the church have like a huge influence. I mean, some of these, some of these Instagram pages have like 15 to 20,000 followers. I know. It's, it's crazy. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Well, I think they're scared that we're gonna want. All the things again, right? Uh, that's maybe. why we're going to want the do you things. Think that's what it's about. I do think it is. I do think it is a lot about that. I think they're scared that we're going to try to. We've been, we're so accustomed to being pushed aside and kept on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. But now we're starting to find a voice. And yeah. we're finding a voice with a, a Heavenly Mother who's been waiting for us. Yes. Like she has been waiting for us. Yes. Like if you think. If I had asked you 15 years ago when you were growing up, if I had said, tell me about Heavenly Mother, what would you say? Oh, I would say I have no what idea. What do you know about Heavenly Mother? Nothing. 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 Maybe she's I there, think she but exists. we don't talk about her. Yeah. It's one of those sacred things, right. right? We don't talk about her. Which, if you if you really break it down, is absolutely 
ridiculous. Nonsense. It's, it's it's like saying, "Okay, you can't ever talk to your mom." We've talked about that before. Yes. Which is is it's nuts. Yeah. So when I when I thought about what would I what what would I what who is she to me now? Mm-hmm. And I I just wrote down some things. Ooh, awesome. So this okay. is what I picture a woman with dark circles under her eyes, mm. wrinkles and fine lines on her face. Her eyes are strong and warm. Her wavy hair flows down her back, tangled and wild. She wears a strapless top with billowy pants in all the colors of the rainbow, but also black and shades of gray. Mm-hmm. She has scars and bruises from battles she's fought, a tattoo on her arm of a snake and an apple and a heart. <laughs> it's a badge of honor what she did for us. She laughs and sings, cusses and cries. She's only from being pushed aside and hidden from her children. She is waiting. She is waiting for her daughters. So that You wrote that? I just jotted it down last night because I was like, I really want to... Like, what? who do I think she is? And to me, she is messy and complicated. She is a sunset and a rock and roll song. Do you know what I mean? Yes, she's every she's contradiction. Real. Yes, she's all of it. She's all of it. And to me, when I think what, her name is Eve. Like, to mm. me, Eve is our Heavenly Mother, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I just love, I just that love thinking about That so beautiful. Her. Will you please share that? Like, put it online. Like, Publish that yeah, somewhere. Maybe. Yeah. That's that is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It just you, you. Yeah, I'm dying right now. I didn't know that you were like a poet. I'm that, not. I'm not. But I just had thoughts of like who, who is she to me? Because yeah. she's the one I was really searching for when things started falling apart, and mm. it was so easy to find her because she's just waiting for you. Mm. She's just waiting. So I talked to her. I mm. found her. But. But when you think of what we know about this, this is crazy. Glennon Doyle talks about it in her book, Untamed. Mm. The lesson of Adam and Eve, right? So the first story I was told about God and a woman was this. When a woman wants more, she defies God, mm-hmm. betrays her partner, curses her family, and destroys the world. Wow. We weren't born distrusting and fearing ourselves. That was part of our taming. We were taught to believe that who we are in our natural state is bad and dangerous. Mm-hmm. They convinced us to be afraid of ourselves. They is the man. The, the man, man. The patriarchy. Yes. So we do not honor our own bodies, curiosity, hunger, judgment, experience. Instead, we lock away our true selves. Women who are best at this disappearing act are in the highest praise. She is selfless. I love the disappearing act because in the church, it's lose yourself in service, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good women sacrifice Mm-hmm. everything to take care of everyone else. Yep. And that's what we're taught is that when I always question like Eve, why did Eve do that? She was, she went against God. Mm-hmm. Shame on her. But mm-hmm. how did we get here without her? Do you know what yeah. I mean? It was but such like a contradiction. She also did the very thing that had to be yes. done. Yes. She did the hard work. The disappearing act that just made me like, yeah, that's exactly what they expect us right? to do. Yes. And that's what they did to Heavenly Mother. Exactly. They made her disappear. Absolutely. I mean, the crazy thing is, you know, I'm not sure what they teach in other religions, but I mean, Joseph Smith started talking about Heavenly Mother, you know, back in like 1844 mm-hmm. or something like this. And, you know, Eliza R. Snow wrote the, yes. the what is it? Oh, oh My Father? Oh, My Father. Yes. Oh, my Father. Um, song, but she wasn't the first one. There were two. W.W. Phelps also wrote two songs before okay. her that mentioned Heavenly Mother. His mm-hmm. didn't become as famous, so we don't know as much about them. But and and then she said, and that song didn't come out. Oh, my father wasn't published or whatever mm-hmm. until after Joseph Smith had passed, after he died. But she said that you know there 
numerous accounts of him talking about Heavenly Mother, mm-hmm. right? And then it's like she just kind of slipped into the shadows because they kind of stopped talking about her. Right. There just was never very much said about her. Well, I think if you here get a, and there, if you get a prophet who's like, no, that's not, we're, pull it back. We're going to do it this way. Mm-hmm. Then they refocus and you listen to the prophet. So yeah. I, I think it really depends on yes. who's leading the church. Yes. I think President Kimball had several several talks that he that he spoke of mm-hmm. Heavenly Mother. And then, like I mentioned before, President Hinckley mentioned her back in the 90s. But he, he mentioned her, but he also said, don't pray to her. Well, he right? was mentioning, mentioning her to put us in our place. Yes. To make sure that yes. we were, yeah, to set us straight. Yes. Um, not, to, not to, like, honor her or no. praise her. No, no, no. No, and that's that's kind of all we've heard, right? Mm-hmm. I think over the years there's been lots of speculation, and I've heard, uh, like I've heard things like that people believe that she might be the Holy Ghost. Right, I've heard that too. And oh, the okay, Fiona Givens. Do yes, you know who that yes, is? yes, okay. yes. Um, Terrell and Fiona Givens. They're authors. They work for the Maxwell Institute. They're like very well known apologists mm-hmm. in the church. They go around giving talks all the time everywhere. Back in 2013, she made the observation that she thought maybe Heavenly Mother was part of the Godhead. Uh, She said that she might be synonymous with the Holy Spirit. And then when asked if she believed that Heavenly Mother was part of the Godhead, she said, one assumes she is, but the scriptural record is silent on this. So that was her quote. Last year in March, this was March 2021, uh, she and her husband were invited to speak at a single adult ward, uh, as well as there was a Zoom presentation for Zoom. And um, hundreds of people attended this. She shared her research and studies into Heavenly Mother, including biblical accounts in which she believes that female deity is depicted as a pillar of light. She then made the connection that during the first vision of Joseph Smith's first vision, that he mentioned seeing a pillar of light Mm -hmm. before anything else. Right. Right. Before he saw the Father and Jesus. And she said that that shows that Heavenly Mother was also present Mm -hmm. in the first vision. Which I think is a beautiful, it absolutely a is. beautiful idea. Why wouldn't she? Why be? wouldn't she be a pillar of light? I don't understand. And, right, but after those remarks, yes, uh, I remember this. There was some- suddenly mm-hmm. Fiona Givens was no longer employed at the mm-hmm. Maxwell Institute. She yeah. no longer works there. Mm-hmm. She's no longer giving any she speaking p- engagements. Kind of went quiet. Like oh yes, yeah, things went really quiet. Yep, she got in trouble. She got in trouble. Mm-hmm. She has dropped off the face of the earth. I mean, mm-hmm. I literally have not heard anything. You know, the the spokeswoman mm-hmm. at uh, Maxwell or at BYU said, yes, she she no longer works here, but she wouldn't give details why other than personnel policies. Mm-hmm. She got in trouble. Isn't that so She got in big trouble and they tried to really hurry and move past it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's cover this up. Let's not mm-hmm. address this any further. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She clearly didn't have... Didn't get permission to say that. <laughs> to say those things. How dare well, isn't you? Isn't that a beautiful idea? <laughs> it's that, gorgeous. That, I, I mean, love it. It makes sense to me that it's, Heavenly Mother would yeah, be Yeah, I can picture it in my head. Right? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I just, I don't know. I yeah. don't know why they try. I just, I, I do know. I know why they're doing it. Like, they're, they're scared that mm-hmm. we'll, we'll want more. And how dare. How dare <laughs> us. How dare we ask for, for more. Yeah. yeah. Like we 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 want more power, mm-hmm. we want more authority, we want we want our voices to be heard, right? And they're not okay with that. You know, it's like we talked about the proclamation of the family, mm-hmm. how they wrote that up, 
and not a woman was sitting at the table. Not it's one just, woman was consulted in I any just, of that. I just, I, I don't, they, they try to put on a good show, mm-hmm. but it's, at the end of the day, you can see right through it. Totally. I mean, the, the pedestalizing, is yes. that the right, is that a word? Sure, it is now. I like it. <laughs> the pedestalizing <laughs> of women, right? Right. Like, they're so special yes. that they're on this pedestal and they can't be involved in the hard work. Right. Um, we just need to worship them and we think they're so wonderful, mm-hmm. but also don't speak, don't talk. Right. Don't don't be present. Right. Don't Don't be bossy. Right. Don't speak yes. your mind. Yes. Just... It's very and that's much how it's always us. always been. Yeah, yeah. I I used to remember the the lesson about women don't hold the priesthood, but we can have children. Children, yeah. And then they'll say the things like men need the priesthood right. so that they can yes. be equal to women. Yes, I'm like, that's oh my gosh, bullshit. It is bullshit. No woman actually believes that, do they? Well, are they buying if this? Fed crap? That and you, I mean. When yeah. you're when you're in it, yeah, you it looks pretty. It's, yeah, it's easy, so you just do it. I don't yeah. think I I did. I, I went along I with too. it for sure. I mean, it's just part of yeah that they know what's best. They're speaking for God. Mm-hmm. They say this, so it must be. Yeah. So for for a while that worked. I was like, oh yeah, I'm so I'm so special. But why why would my input on the, you know, why would a woman's input on anything having to do with doctrine of the church, why is that so threatening? I don't, because they keep them at arm's length for sure. They absolutely yeah. do. They decide when to include them, you know, let them speak, you know, go ahead, let them speak. And then, you know, it's, yes. it's all a token. Everything has to be deferred to a man yes. to give permission exactly. to, you know, to agree, to say, yes, that's okay. Yeah. Like we... No matter what leadership role mm-hmm. you have in the church as a woman, you are still answering to a man. Mm-hmm. No matter what. Absolutely. You are still asking permission. Mm-hmm. You are still like just basically deflecting to him yeah. for you can't any make, you sort can't of make any move, not any big move yeah. without having a man say that's okay or not. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, it's but, insane. Well, you know, I read a story about a woman whose son was in the hospital. He could not breathe. He was really struggling. They didn't know if he was going to live. They had just moved there, didn't know anyone. So she called the only neighbor she knew and said, can you send, her husband was out of town. Mm-hmm. Can you send some people over to give my son a blessing? And she said, as she sat there, she felt so helpless that she wasn't allowed to bless her son. But mm-hmm. two strangers who they've never met, mm-hmm. it was okay. They could speak for God and they they could decide if, if there were blessings appropriate. Not her, because yeah. she's a woman. That's it, right? Yeah. That's it. Yep. And I thought, oh. Like she has no, she has no authority Mm-mm. or power when it comes to her son. Who Mm-mm. is there anyone on the earth that loves her son more than her? I no. Know. It's There's ridiculous. Not. So why would she not be the automatic right. person to yeah. do that? That's well, I, I love the idea of a, a mother's prayer. Yes. I just don't think a, a mother's prayer for their child, there is just nothing. Yeah. More powerful. Nothing more powerful. There's nothing more powerful You than can't. That. I mean, there's not a father's blessing in the world that could meet, I think it's even true. come close to a mother's prayer. Yeah. I just don't think it's possible. I think you're right. But we've been taught that... To stay, stay in her place. I mean, that's if that's all you've grown up knowing, mm-hmm. then that's what you do. You you don't trust yourself. We already know we didn't. We don't trust ourselves, right? Absolutely. We have to. We have to to take 
any 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 idea we get in our head, we got to check, right? Yeah. We got to check and make we sure that's okay. We have to get it cleared. Okay. <laughs> get it cleared, right? If I mean, yeah, the Untamed book by Glennon Doyle, you Ooh. have to read it. If you know, yeah, it's just yeah. that that really pulls pulls at my heart of yeah. listening to myself and and trusting right. myself. And, yes, and not that's enough. That book was the most life-changing book I've mm-hmm. ever read yeah. in terms of recognizing my own inner knowing mm-hmm. and listening to myself and trusting myself. Yes. And in some ways, I feel I'm still undecided on Heavenly Mother and Heavenly mm-hmm. Father. But in some ways, I feel that Heavenly Mother, if there is a Heavenly Mother, she's like in me. Right. Absolutely. It's 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 me it's all along. You. Yes. You know, and yes, I I also still feel really warm fuzzies about a a, a bigger power, you know, something bigger mm-hmm. than us. And and I love that idea, but there's no way that there's a god or a, or a father without a mother. Yeah. There's just no way. That mm-hmm. makes no sense. And and why are we, why do we have to hide her? It's all yeah. fear-based. And yeah. you know what else the thought came to my mind is mm. we talk more about Satan. Oh my God. Than yes. Heavenly Mother. We do. We dwell more on Satan than ever was ever talked about Heavenly Mother. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. The contradictions, <laughs> right? Yes. There are so many contradictions mm-hmm. in the church that makes it not make sense. And mm-hmm. I almost think it's set up to be that way I think on it purpose. Is. I do too. So that we're all just so confused. Absolutely. We don't even know what right. questions to ask. Right. Yes. <laughs> right? They have us spinning. They keep us busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have the babies. You know, it's just like you're going to be occupied raising children. Like, let's keep them occupied doing, doing, doing. Mm-hmm. So that they don't have time to really, like, examine the important things. But yeah. Dude, we have one this one life guaranteed. This is it. This is all this we is have it. guaranteed. Yeah. So, like, really question everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I questioned everything yeah. that they they tell. Like, I'm gonna like, why can't I drink coffee? I'm gonna try coffee. There's yeah. nothing wrong with coffee. Like everything, yeah. I wanted to to really like explore it and figure out for myself. Mm-hmm. Is this um is this for me? Not for me? Like, yeah. Who sets up the the morality here? Who right. who like who says it's these white men? These yeah. old white men who forever have been telling us what you can do and what you can't do. <laughs> totally. And I took that for granted. I just yes. I just blindly obeyed. Well, it was so easy, right? Yeah. It's yeah. it's much easier to obey because mm-hmm. because then you're you get the praise. Like mm-hmm. then you're good. You're yes. worthy. Then you're good. Mm-hmm. So it's like I had a conversation with my mom over private message. This is years ago. It just okay. came up in my head. Okay. And um she said, you know, I also went through you know, a trial of my faith, you know, we were kind of talking about this and she Mm -hmm. says, but I turned to the savior and, you know, found my way back. And I thought that's okay. I, okay. That's how you did it. Mm -hmm. And if I did exactly what you did and got a different answer, Mm -hmm. that would be wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. So, Mm -hmm. so I could tell her, I prayed, I, I, you know, I did all the things I dug in real, real hard to try to save my faith. Mm -hmm. Right. Look to the savior, all the things but my answer was different than hers. Mm-hmm. And my because of that, my answer was wrong. Yeah. So they tell you, you to pray, wrong. to get your own testimony, to do all this stuff. But there's only one answer that's right. Yes. 
They want you, they want to, they want to make it look like they want you to get personal revelation. You have a choice here, but you really don't. But they really don't want you to get your own personal revelation. If it doesn't align with exactly what the church says. So I just thought that was, that was telling. I'm like, okay, because, because I did, you won't think I did the same things because my answer was different. Yeah. I didn't try hard enough. Well, you didn't do enough. I was, Mm -hmm. I was lazy. I gave up. I quit. You didn't have true intent. Even though my, my heart led me to a Mm -hmm. heavenly mother and to, Mm -hmm. to femininity and, you know, to finding my true self. Yeah. Uh, and that was the wrong answer for the church. For the church, when you're building your testimony, when you're praying and doing all those things, mm-hmm. you, you, there's one right answer. There's one conclusion. And if you don't get that. <laughs> you didn't do it right. You yeah. got to go back and start So over. I feel like she was telling me, this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And that will fix it. Yeah. I'm like, well, what if I did that? And my answer was different. Mm-hmm. Like, is that possible? Is there room for that? Not in the there church. Isn't. There isn't. It's not, it's not, there's no room for that in the church. No. No. Yeah. So so when it all comes down to it, they don't actually believe in personal revelation. Correct. They just want you to follow the prophet. The end of sentence, hard <laughs> stop. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> so I haven't really like dug in deep about Heavenly Mother before. Have you? Did you? Did you? I mean, I know that you've read like, a couple books. And stuff. I've read, oh, like the, the, um, uh, the Susan Monk kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sumon Kid. Um, Sumon Kid. I have it right over there. It's um a lo- um the Book of Longings. The Book of Longings. Oh, it is the Book of Longings. Okay, it talks about Jesus's wife. Oh, that's that one. I love it. Ah. It's so good. It's okay. so good. If you really want to get like yeah, do into we, the do divine we, feminine, did we ever learn about Jesus getting married? Of course he got. Of course he got married. Yeah. Of course he fell in love and got married. And right. so it's her story of Ooh. being married to him, and yeah. it is incredible. It gives me chills just Ooh, thinking about it. I love that. But so I did a little bit of reading, but for the most part, I just I found her on my own, and I searched her, and I yeah, I'm not looking to anyone else to to give yeah. me that. I'm just yeah. finding it for myself, yeah. and I don't need a lot. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of listening to your own intuition, mm-hmm. your own gut. You right. feel a connection to yes. a divine feminine. Right. And it, you don't need to know anything else. Right. Other than that. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. I, get, I named her. Yeah, to Aww. me, she's Eve. Yeah. I think Eve is our heavenly mother. I, I'm dying over what you just read about your thoughts and heavenly mother. I freaking love she's, every single part of she's that. She's powerful to me. Like yeah. She is flawed and perfect and wild oh and refined. She's all of it. So. Okay, you know what? You should look up. So in in my researching this past week um, to just know more about Heavenly Mother, there's a couple of people and resources that I want to share. Yes. Okay. So one is Rachel Eliza Hunt. Do you She's incredible. Her on She's actually the one who Ooh. who told the story about the blessing of the little boy. Oh, really? I think that was her. <gasps> oh my goodness. She is. She's. She's written the books. Um, I gave her a mother's name milk and oh, yeah. a mother's milk. Yeah, yes. you can find it on Amazon. Yes. Her and on her poems are. I mean, they are yeah. incredibly powerful. Yes. Yeah. So good. Yeah. She has so many good things to mm-hmm. say. There. She did an exponent article. Um, back in, hmm, what year she, was this? She, if, correct me if I'm wrong. She's an active Mormon. She's an active Mormon yes. as far as I know still. Yes. Mm-hmm. An exponent article called What I First Learned About Heavenly Mother. And this was in 2016. Another one uh, that, oh, 
Carolyn Pearson Mm -hmm. is an absolute gift. Mm -hmm. Okay. She has a book called Finding Mother God. Right. Have you seen that? It's a book of poetry. She also wrote a poem back in the early 90s called Mother Wove the Morning. And it's about 16 women throughout history in search of the female face of God. So she, I, there's, there's, so look at that book. If you want to know more about Heavenly Mother, Finding Mother God. Also look up Mother Wove the Morning. Those are both by Carolyn Mm -hmm. Pearson. She did a interview in September of 2020 on Faith Matters podcast. Yes. She talked about being set on fire to write these poems about Heavenly Mother. She said, I've done everything I can to invite God the Mother back into our consciousness. She Uh. said she wrote something like 72 poems in a matter of days. Mm. Like she just, the idea came to her. She had to. And she just went and went and went and went. She said that she was fueled by an anger that there wasn't a real acknowledgement of the need to talk about the feminine Mm -hmm. in the heavens. Women feel the absence more than men of the Heavenly Mother. But men need their mothers too. Absolutely. Oh, (sighs) so good. She said, this is also an invitation to men to bring back the Mother God. There is a wholeness in including both a mother and a father in heaven. She said, there needs to be a way to say, I need my mother. Yes. She said, perhaps everything we've been calling Heavenly Father Father all this time is a grand combination of Heavenly Father and Heavenly Mm -hmm. Mother. Absolutely. We need to assume a responsibility to work towards a more wholeness, to speak of the divine as both male and female. I just freaking love her. Like chills. Yes. And if it's okay with you, I want to play this little clip of her reading. Do it. One of her poems, it's called A Motherless House. A Motherless House. I live in a motherless house, a broken home. How it happened, I cannot learn. When I had words enough to ask, where is my mother? No one seemed to know. And no one thought it strange that no one else knew either. I live in a motherless house. They are good to me here. But I find that no kindly patriarchal care eases the pain. I yearn for the day someone will look at me and say, you certainly do look like your mother. I walk the rooms, search the closets, look for something that might have belonged to her, a letter, a dress, a chair. Would she not have left a note? I close my eyes and work to bring back her touch, her face. Surely there must have been a motherly embrace I can call back for comfort. I live in a motherless house, motherless and without a trace. Who could have done this? Who would tear an unweaned infant from its mother's arms and clear the place of every souvenir? I live in a motherless house. I lie awake and listen always for the word that never comes, but might. I bury my face in something soft as a breast. I am a child crying for my mother in the night. Isn't that... I mean, every time she said, I live in a motherless house, my heart is breaking. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can just picture it. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> it made me so emotional to even think about... No trace of her. Yeah. 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 And when she says, wouldn't she have at least left a letter? Yeah. Like, 
right? Gutted. 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 That's a really good description. Gutted. It's it's just amazing to me that in our church, family is so important, and yet they want to make us live in a motherless house mm-hmm. without our heavenly mother. They've done it. We're not allowed. And when we do, then they then they say something about it. Yeah. I heard um, some speculation that it might be, you know, brought up at general conference. We'll see what happens. But if they, in a general conference setting, say what they said in those stake leadership meetings, I have a feeling we're going to have a problem. There's going to be some issues for sure. Well, and, yeah. and general conference is coming up right. next, next week. week. Yeah. yeah. Is that this weekend? Mm-hmm. I think it is. I think it yeah. is. Yeah. So that will be really interesting to see if that is a route that they're heading towards. Right. Because that's going to be a major problem for a lot of women. And if they do, watch how they'll put a spin on it. Yeah. Just watch and see. Like, yeah. I they'll almost, make it sound like they're doing us a favor. Right. Yes. Or it's just yes. a kind and, yes. and respectful thing to do somehow. Yes. Like, it's, you know... I don't know. It's so frustrating to mm-hmm. know that we've been pushed aside. So many good women. We're we're wise and smart and loving and caring. Why can't why can't we be trusted? Why can't we right. hold those callings? Why can't we be at the table mm-hmm. when they're when they're talking about families? Yeah. I don't why can't Heavenly Mother be at the table? Yeah. Why can't she be worshipped and loved? They shut the door on her. Yeah. And yeah. And act like it's a kindness. Right. That's what they're doing. Exactly. Yes. Let's open the door. Let's bring her in. What what's the worst that could happen? Right. What are they scared of? (laughs) They're clearly scared because they are weak. I don't know. I just it just it breaks my heart and it makes me mad. And you know, I I hope that women can find their inner knowing. Yes. And that if if that's the thing that breaks them and makes them walk away from the church, maybe it's a blessing yeah, because be. the church needs to know that it's just not okay what right. they're teaching. They and they continue to teach and pound into our heads and let us have just, her. Just why let don't they us just have let us her. have one thing? You know, one the my favorite part of the Untamed book where Glennon says the blueprints of heaven are etched in the deep desires of women. What women want is good. What women want is beautiful. And what women want is dangerous, but not to women, not Mm. to the common good. What women want is a threat to the injustice of the status quo. I love that. She says, if we, if women trusted and claimed their desires, the world as we know it would crumble. Mm -hmm. Perhaps that is precisely why or what needs to happen so we can rebuild truer, more beautiful lives, relationships, families, and nations in their place. This is my favorite part. Maybe Eve was never meant to be our warning. Maybe she was meant to be our model. Own your wanting. Eat the apple. Let it burn. I love it. So next to that, I know, right? I drew a match with flame. Yes. After I read that, have an exclamation. I'm like, yeah. Own your wanting. Yeah. Eat the apple. Let it burn. I feel that. I love it. It's not so good. I love that. Maybe Eve was never meant to be our warning. Maybe she was meant to be our model. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. She just wanted more. Let it burn. (gasps) Burn it down. Okay. Have you one other? 
recommendation I would make is, ha- did you ever listen to the Sanctuary Conference? No. That was put on. Oh, okay. yes, yes, yes. With Sonia. Yes. 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 So go look that up on YouTube. So it was good. April 3rd, 2021. It's called the Sanctuary Conference. If you look that up, listen to the entire thing. It's amazing. They talk a lot about the divine feminine. But I want to share with you one like life-changing moment in this um, part. It is a poem written by Bergen Hyde. It is called I Am She. And it's about the divine feminine. So I'm going to share that. Hang on one sec. And it's broken up into three sections in case you want some orientation. The first is the lessons I've learned and the voice of the mother that's spoken to me through my body. And then the second section is the voice of the mother as it has spoken to me through other people, through other women. And then the last is the direct messages that I've received from the mother herself. And I just want to add really quickly that um, I'm not really sure what kind of uh, being the mother exists as. I think it's beautiful to think of her as an embodied being. But mostly I've met her within my own soul. And she's very real and alive in that space. And that's enough for me. I'm willing to, she's taught me to live in the mystery of that of not knowing. And I want you to know that that you can still learn from her because I think she lives inside of us, even if you're not sure. uh, And even if it feels still like a mystery to you. Okay, here we go. I am she, I am the flesh, the bone, the blood. I am the breath, the shamanic drum heartbeat in your chest. I am the sensuality, the passion, the rapture, the ecstasy. I am the hot, cold tears and fiery tongue. I am the hunger in the belly and the rage in the throat and the grief in shuttered shoulders. I am the feet that plant on the earth and the soar of wings you cannot yet see. I am your constant companion, friend, waking, walking, witnessing with you always. I am the burgeoning new life in the womb. I am the hollow space left behind. I am the biting teeth and the clawing nails. I am the pleasure and pain, the tension, the stretch, the tear, the breaking open and the scar sewing up. I am the gentle touch of your own hands. I am the arms that wrap around. I am the eyes to see, the ears to hear, the nose to smell, the mouth to taste, the nerves to feel. I am the skeleton, the spine, holding you up in the song of all those who have come before. I am the skin, the muscles, the ligaments, the tendons, holding you in, pulling you together. I am kidney, lung, intestine, liver, every cell here for you. I am she who holds you here in this mortal plane, containing, cradling, caressing, inside and insight, outside and outside. I am every smile and every frown, every line, a map of time gathered on your face. I am the laughter that spills out and the pain that screams and rises. I am the dance. I'm the song, I'm the cut, the chase, the kiss, the bruise, the hug, and the pause. 
I am she who calls you to this moment. I am presence. I am the prophet, seer, and revelator of what is. I am here. I am now. I am what is laid in earth and returned home again. I am dust. I am death. I am birth. I am the life. I am she. I am she. I am she of a thousand names, the virgin and the whore, the Eve. I am Eve, the transgressor. I am Mary, the mother. I am Magdalene, the beloved companion. I am Tara, Isis, Asherah, Sophia, and Kalima. I am the prophetess, the priestess, the midwife, the witch. I am the medicine woman, the warrior, the maiden, and the queen. I am the wild woman, the howling wolf. I am she who calls you into the wilderness. I am the mirage, I am the oasis, I am the refuge. I am in the eyes of every woman who has ever lived and in every child born of one. I am black, I am Asian, I am gay, I am transgender. I am homeless, I am the refugee, I am the child in a cage. I am she who cries from the dust for the blood of my children. I am disabled, I am fat, I am small, I am tall, I am young, and I am aged. I am harassed, I am catcalled, I am ignored, I am talked over and overlooked, I am raped, I am beaten, I am discarded and forgotten. I am the lost and the found. I am the survivor, I am the creator, I am the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. I am the riser. I am the waker, I am the wise, I am wisdom. I am broken, I am whole. I am alive, I am holy, I am human. I am here, I am here, I am here. I am she. <laughs> I am she. I am the cosmic womb from which all life is born and to which all life returns. I am the ever-expanding web of radical love that weaves together all things. I am the infinite expanse of the universe glittering with light and life. I am this present moment. I am the whole universe witnessing you with great curiosity. Beneath the surface of form, I am the ever-loving presence. And before you ever existed, I am the voice that said yes to you. I am the one who holds you when you cry. I am the moon that sits with you when you can't sleep. I am she who leaves the light on when you are gone. And she who whispers your name from the dark, come home. I am she who sees all of you. I am she who never turns away. I am not afraid of your fear. I am not ashamed of your shame. I am not grieved by your grief or enraged by your rage. I am she who knows how far you've come, sees all you have survived and how you've tried and tried and tried. <laughs> I am she who reminds you who you are and calls you to stand when life has knocked you down. I am the paradox and the surrender. I am larger than your largeness. Your darkness, your desire, your dreams have never been too big for me. I am she whose lap 
is never too small, whose arms are always open, whose heart is always full, full of ferocious, terrifying, tenacious, and tender love for you. You, my most beloved child, you are my proudest moment. <sighs> you are my magnificent, my magnum opus. And I am she. I am she. I am she. Ooh, that was incredible. I'm so glad you played it with her speaking it. It's mm -hmm. so powerful. I know. Oh my gosh, there's just nothing left. I know. Oh. I thought about, you know, reading it myself and I was like, no, she, she expresses it so oh, it's beautifully. Yeah. And her emotion in it is just so real and raw. It's everything. Man, what if that was read at General Conference? Oh, Right? Can you imagine? That's it. That is really beautiful. Yeah. So I guess just, I mean, that really says it all. Yeah. I don't really think that there's anything we mm -hmm. can say that will top that. So or good. Oh, my gosh. It's just amazing. And I think I can really, even though I struggle to know really what I believe in anymore, I can really get on board with a divine feminine. The idea mm -hmm. of that just feeds my soul. Uh, yeah. And and you don't have to, we don't have to decide yeah. whether there really is a Heavenly Mother or not. If to yeah. me, it's just, it's like you said before, she's you. She's in you. Yeah. So she's in all of us. There's something really powerful about believing that. And about Absolutely. feeling that deep in your bones, yeah. you know. And the way she read that poem, I felt it so, yeah. so, so much. Yeah. So anyways, I guess. Oh, I love this. This has been it's fantastic. such a great topic, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I feel it's like really, really good. Therapeutic for me. Yes. Yes, I think, and it's it's something I think so many women are needing. Yes. They need this. They really need they it. They do. They're crying out for it. Yeah. Just, yeah. A mom, just give us our mom. Just <laughs> let us have a mother. Right? <laughs> yep, I agree. Well, thank you so much for being here. That's all we got to say. Yeah, that was, that was, that was really, that was really powerful. I think that's, that's a great way to end. Okay, see you next time. Bye. Love you all. Bye.